never a problem at Titan MRI, and they'll even have your scan read same day. So no more excuses to start off the new year. Call Titan MRI today. Welcome to Hoop There It Is with WRUF Steve Russell and ESPN basketball analyst Mark Wise. Hoop There It Is, brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. Now, let's go to the studio with Steve and Mark on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Happy Monday. It's always happier when I'm beside this guy, Mark Wise. Welcome to our latest Hoop There It Is podcast. Miss Tara is going to produce today. We thank her for her work. And we have a lot of basketball to talk about with Mark Wise. And uh, we're going to run through some uh, what happened this past week. But as always, Mark, you know, Gators want to, Gator fans want to hear about Gators. Sure. Um, we were just talking off mic. You know, I get it. You know, you look at Vanderbilt and you think, boy, and, and Florida had to sort of hold on there. But it's a road win in the SEC, which they had to have. Well, let me put it this way. I had Vanderbilt last Wednesday at Kentucky, and they and they were up seven on Kentucky. And then in the three minutes into the second half, they're up double figures. Now, Kentucky comes back and wins by 11, but it certainly wasn't an artistic thing. And so if you're going to say that that's a bad road win, then I guess the Kentucky had a bad home win over Vanderbilt as well. And look, I, went, I watched the game Saturday night. I, I, my game uh, Saturday was early enough for me to watch the whole game. And I I honestly thought if Florida had shot a lick in the first half, they'd be up 20 because the three-pointers that they're missing, I think they were three for 14 in the first 20 minutes. I mean, these shots are wide open. There's nobody anywhere around players, and they're just not making shots. And when you don't make shots and – you know, eventually it, it kind of frustrates you on the offensive end. Now, the second half, they started making shots, but at the same point in time, you know, their defense wasn't as good, which made me think about an article that Ken Palm wrote a couple of years ago about only having so much uh, cash in your bank account as it relates to offense and defense. So think checking account, savings account. And his point was, it's just a matter of moving the money around. You're not going to get any more money. So, um, from offense to defense, there's no question in my mind that Florida's offense has gotten better as the year's gone on. That They haven't necessarily shot the ball better, but they play faster, they get better shots, and, and they're scoring at a higher rate, they're playing at a higher tempo. But at the same point in time, their defense has suffered us a little bit, and I keep coming back to that article, and it, and it makes me think about that. You know, the other game in the league – I keep thinking LSU is going to lose, and they're going to lose. they, they got a pretty tough stretch of I games. Don't, they do, but they catch a break because they only have Kentucky once, so they don't see them. Uh, I think they only have Auburn once, so that's a, that's a big break in the league schedule. And then, you know, Auburn, if I had to say team I'm not sure about in the tournament would be Auburn because, granted, Great win in beating Kentucky, and they did it, but they still don't shoot well. Right. And that that tends to come back to bite you. Here's the thing that I will say about Auburn that's different than, uh, than Florida. When Auburn shoots the ball poorly, they have seven seniors on their roster. So they un- kind of understand that. Florida doesn't have that. So when they shoot the ball poorly, I think it impacts them more. 
Auburn, on the other hand, their players have been around the block a, a few more times than, than Florida's players. So I don't think it's quite as impactful. I, I think, um, you know, Auburn's an interesting case because they lost on the road at Alabama and at Florida. And now everybody, since they beat Kentucky, everybody wants to go, well, those were bad losses. Those aren't bad losses. It just doesn't exist. So, you know, Florida's, I come back to this, Florida's resume is void, void of warts. They have no quadrant three losses. They have no quadrant four losses. Um, their, their net, I think, as of yesterday, is right at 41-42. They're in that. Nonardi has them, I think, as a 10 seed on his latest one. So right now they're, they're safely in, if there is such a thing as safely, on February 3rd. But, you know, again, we've got a lot. We're on Chapter 12 now of a 20-chapter of a book. So uh, we still don't know who done it. Um, when you look at the over the last week nationally, some things that happen, good or bad, anything stick out to you? Well, everybody again. Cole Anthony comes back and plays really well for North Carolina. North Carolina still loses to Boston College at home. So, um, you know, obviously they have more issues involved there. San Diego State, the fact that you're still undefeated at this point in time, I saw a little bit of that game in the second half because Utah State went in there and played really well in the Vieja Center. Uh, and yet San Diego State pulled away. Um, other than that, no, because I don't want to get into some stuff that we're going to cover later. Okay, fair enough. Let's begin with our uh, Play of the Week, brought to you by Center State Bank with five Alachua County locations to serve you better. Play of the Week. You're going to have to stay with me on this one. Wichita okay. State is playing at Tulsa. Okay. Wichita State has the ball with about 40 seconds to go, but only 15 on the shot clock. They've got to shoot, in other words. They okay. can't hold it for the last shot. Okay. They shoot with about 25 seconds to go in the game, miss it, and get the offensive rebound. And when the guy catches it and gets the offensive rebound, he's in a, he's in a tight spot, so he takes timeout. 22 seconds to go. Last shot opportunity, correct? Correct. Not anymore. The new rule about resetting on the offensive rebound makes it oh. go back to 20. Okay. And so when he took the timeout, there's 19. 19 oh. on the shot clock. Okay. 22 on the game clock. It's the first time I've seen the new rule kind of impact the end of a game. Okay. So there's a 3.5 second differential. All right. To be really um, um, on point. Specific. Yeah. Specific. Uh, they fool around and have a shot clock violation. And, and and don't have a good set, don't get a shot off. 3.5 seconds to go, Tulsa throws it in. Guy, three dribbles at the buzzer. Elijah Joyner, three-pointer. Tulsa wins. Tulsa on top in the American. That's my play of the week. Wow. So Wichita State didn't get a shot off. Didn't right? get a shot off. No, you got to get something up on the rim. They yeah. overpass, guy get in the lane. You know, I always talk about this in close games. Who is willing to take a big shot and who is willing to make a big shot? Okay. Um, now, favorite time here, a lot of them. Question of the week brought to you by Paul Gardner Chiropractic, committed to your comfort and care, a lot of them. Uh, Randy and Gainesville, this is good. Uh, Gators was to the comeback against Vandy. They gave us a scare and found a way to win. What did they adjust compared to the other comebacks they failed against? Um, I Again, I, I know a lock made the big three to push it from six to nine, and that basically ended the game. So I'm going to come back to offense. I mean, again, there are a couple of plays that happened in that run. Like Noah Locke was lackadaisical going to a loose ball 
close to midcourt, gets it knocked from behind, and the guy goes out. And You can't give up easy points in a game like this down the stretch. You shouldn't have to tell your junior, and I'm not picking on Noah Locke. This could be for any junior in the country, to, to be more urgent with the ball. I mean, don't secure it. Grab it with two hands. Don't be lackadaisical. And so, um, I you know, again, they had a couple of defensive breakdowns. Maxwell Evans hit a couple of threes in the opposite corner that kind of fueled that comeback. So, you know, basketball, this is – I don't know how – I can say this to I'm blue in the face – Basketball is a game of runs. Watch the NBA. How can a team be down 30 to 10 and be ahead at half? Right. Okay. Game, basketball is a game of runs. And so the better your offense, and here's where I disagree with a lot of coaches, the better your offense, the more um, immune you are from the other team having a run. It's not your defense, it's your offense. Okay. Brooks says, what would you say Mike Weiss' identity is on offense and defense? Do you think he's recruiting to that identity or just recruiting the best possible players regardless if they fit a style? And what would your opinion be on recruiting to style of play? Wow, there's a lot of questions there in are. one question. So let's go one at a time. Okay. Let, let's slow down there. What is Mike Weiss' identity on offense and defense? Yeah, defense, he would really like to play up and down the way he played at uh, La Tech. They have not had that kind of personnel. Uh, on offense, um, you know, he, he's, a, he's what, what I call a situational basketball coach. He's not committed to them running all the time. He's not committed to the um, half court all the time. He wants them to understand when it's time to run, when it's time to play on the half court. And that's been a real struggle between what he would like to see and what this team does. Um, is he recruiting to an identity or just recruiting the best possible players? I can always answer that one. You want the best possible players. Okay. Period. And <laughs> what would your opinion be on recruiting to style of play? Uh, well, again, Scotty Lewis fits that mode. Um, but Kavarius Hayes fit that mode, and yet he had his offensive struggles. So every, every team is different. And here's the other thing. I'm going to go back to the Vandy game. Every game has a life of its own, and it is not necessarily and very rarely connected to the next game. For instance, and I'm going to go to the Kentucky game that I had on Wednesday against Vanderbilt, which was by all means lackadaisical from the Kentucky perspective. They were at Texas Tech and won the previous Saturday and playing at Auburn the following Saturday. Yeah. Trap. I I mean – Whatever word you want to use. Yeah, yes. it's just it, you're just not going. I mean, why does a football team you know have a clunker? Yeah, it yep. just it's it's the nature of sports. You're not going to always compete at the high the, the 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 ladder to get you or the steps to get you from November to March is not just an upward <laughs> climb. There are some trip up. There are some speed bumps along the way. Rungs missing on the ladder. <laughs> yes, whatever, whatever analogy we want to make there. Uh, Aaron says it appears most of college basketball is playing only six or seven guys for significant minutes. Can a team win a championship by committing to playing eight to nine players playing, say, 22 to 27 minutes? Well, sure. I mean, there are different ways to go about it. Kentucky, when they had Anthony Davis, I mean, I think they went eight deep because they had a couple of older guys off the bench at that point in time. So I think it's one in different ways, but I don't see a big difference. I mean, he's, he's mentioned six or seven and then eight. I mean, there's no big difference. Now the question becomes, can you win with seven guys versus 10 guys? 
I will tell you, in the NCAA tournament, it's easier to win with seven guys than it is, than it is to survive the whole season because you only play twice a week. Um, you've got longer timeouts in the NCAA tournament. A lot of people don't know that, but in the CBA, you know, all you got to do is watch the game. You'll figure out how right. long. Yeah. So you've got longer breathers. You've got an extra timeout in the NCAA tournament because when you take the first coach's timeout in the first half, it's also a full. So from that perspective, there are more breaks, so it's easier in the NCAA tournament to survive with just seven guys. Also says, uh, do you see the Rockets playing five guys on their 6-6? Six, six? Is there room for that in the modern game? Um, yes. Uh, um, as long as, as um, coaches – I'm going to talk about the collegiate level. As long as coaches, I think, are slow to have a new baseline on the data – that the analytics are going to tell us about the value of the two-point shot. Now, I, I got a little deep there, but I think you're going to see the two-point shot make a comeback in college basketball next year. Um, Bobby in Fayetteville, uh, three consecutive losses hurt the Gators' chance of making the tournament. Where do you see them today? Um, I, again, I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not a bracketologist, so I don't know everybody's um, – resume and that's what it's all about so i'll come back to this who did you play because the committee asked this these three questions of everybody and when i put up the net here last week that explained the net but basically it's these three questions who did you play which has to do with your strength of schedule who did you beat where were who who did you beat your best wins by the way florida in a week um lost midweek one on the weekend and picked up two quadrant one wins. Now, how can that be? Because Vanderbilt wasn't one of them. So here's what I want everybody to understand. Xavier, because they won on the road, moved inside the top 50 in the net. That took that win Into a, to a quadrant one. Right. South Carolina, playing much better, has yes. moved to 75 in the net. So one through seventy-five is quadrant one win on the road. So Florida, so your your net and your quality wins are, are going to fluctuate. As a matter of fact, Florida fans need to root for South Carolina. You want that win now to stay as a quadrant one. Who did you play? Who did you beat? Where did you beat them? So uh, road wins are more valuable than than home wins. Um, let's see here, Reggie and Claremont. How do you see the Gator matchup against Georgia? Well, Anthony Edwards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, a load. Uh, you know, I, I, think, um, I, I think maybe Hammonds is a key for them because Edwards is going to get his one way or another. He's a volume shooter. He's powerful. I mean, really powerful at six foot five. I mean, he, he's next level powerful. His body is ready for the next level. And I don't say that about many six foot five guys. I don't say that about many guys, period. But he's ready for the next level. So when Hammonds plays well, it gives them kind of a compliment to Edwards. I think Edwards can get 30, and Florida still wins. Me too. But if Edwards gets 25 and Hammonds gets 18, now you're asking for trouble. He had a throwdown the other day. Hammonds or no, Edwards? Edwards. Oh, he's That he's, was just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, I've got them coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> Stan and Gainesville, what was your favorite Super Bowl commercial? Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, how about I this? Is so I, easy I, I for read me. Them. Okay, this is so easy for me. Bill Murray and the Groundhog Day, 
made me laugh because I love the movie and yeah. I'm a big Bill Murray fan. Yeah. I'm a huge Bill Murray fan. Okay. So that whole thing, that I sat there and laughed the whole time. I thought it was fabulous. Um, Booker, but, but there were several good ones. Yep. So, yeah. Booker and Fanning Springs. Mike White played a starter's more minutes than any other game. Is this a new strategy we'll see in future games? Well, again, it comes down to trusting your bench. And um, he's got a uh, his bench now, now that Payne is back to the bench, his bench is basically freshmen. So your trust level of your freshmen, you know, have, the question becomes, has, has the freshman earned the trust of the head coach? I think it depends on what game you're talking about. So I know this. I, I saw where, you know, I think Trey Mann had three assists the other day. That's a good sign to me. You know, Quest Glover on the year has, I, I don't know, please don't anybody, if, I, if I'm off a number, I could be. But I think he has 13 assists and 26 turnovers. And he's your backup point guard. Right. So when I talk <clears throat> about freshmen learning to play with others, I'm not talking about just passing the ball. It's all the other things that goes into earning the coach's trust. Are you in the right place defensively? Do you go get a loose ball? Do you go block out properly? So you have to learn to do as freshmen, and this is, this is true for Kentucky's freshmen or anybody's freshmen, you have to learn to play with others because all they've done so far is with the ball in their hands. And now in the college game, unless you're the point guard, the ball is in your hands typically less than 5% in a game. Now think about that. When you're on the floor, the ball is going to be in your hands less than 5% unless you're the point guard. So what else are you doing to impact the game? Bryce and Orange Park. Uh, would you agree the one seeds today are Baylor, Gonzaga, Kansas, <laughs> and uh, San Diego State? Well, I, I'm for sure it, right now it's Baylor and San Diego State. I don't think there's any question. You can debate the others in terms of – and that will all boil down to their um, um, resume in terms of who has the most quality uh, – quali uh, I keep wanting to say quality – quadrant one wins. By the way, do you know who has the most quadrant one wins in the country right no. now? Kansas. Wow. Okay. But they play a great schedule in the non-conference, so they can get it there as well. Here's the – Here's the thing that I want to emphasize also why there's such a disparity between the major conferences and the mid-majors. You know, I, I look at a mid-major, and, and um, so uh, pick up, you know, Wofford last year, the SOCON, uh, the tournament I did in Champ Week. Um, nobody in that league, except if you play East Tennessee State and you're the road team, nobody has a quadrant one game left. Wow. So that's why these mid-majors are at such a disadvantage in terms of evaluating their possibilities. It's why they have to play a disproportionate number of games on the road. In the non-conference, it's really hard. It's hard to win on the road. So, again, I got off on a tangent there. But uh, uh, Alvis in Gainesville, how should a coach in the league deal with uh, biting a player on the <laughs> other team? Is a one-game suspension enough? Yeah, that question is obviously geared toward the uh, Dejan Giroux, the point guard at Houston who bit a player in the last five minutes of the game on the road at Cincinnati, a game that Houston eventually lost. They actually lost that game the same way they lost at Tulsa, and I had that game a month ago. Um, uh, there's no excuse for that. Here's what I'm uh, – the only thing I'm going to say about that is we, every team, every coach, and you've coached, Every coach wants to 
wants their players to play on edge. Would you agree with that? Yes. So as a coach, you push them to play on the edge. Okay, well, occasionally they're going to go over the edge. If you're going to constantly play on the edge, not everybody, all the time. And so this is a very isolated incident. I, you know, I know Kelvin Sampson. I've covered them. I, I, I've covered Giroux. I, he's, he, he made a mistake. So he's going to serve a, a one-game suspension and go from there. Stephen Fort White enjoyed your analysis during the UCF-USF game on ESPN. What are your games this week? Um, by the way, he said he liked my analysis. He did. Okay, that, I like that guy. Well, yes, who's, who's Steve, that? Steve. Steve. Stephen Thank Fort White. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah. I love Fort White. <laughs> uh, this week I have South Carolina at Ole Miss on Wednesday. And then I have an interesting game in the American on Saturday. I have SMU at Temple. Uh, SMU, one of the surprise teams in the American. Temple's been a little bit of a disappointment, but they don't have anybody block the block. SMU, unlike a lot of teams in the American, is offensively driven, where the American Conference as a whole right now is defensively driven. Good question here from Bob and Stark. Lots of noise in the air regarding Mike White's future. Besides winning, is he doing the right thing by not responding? How is it? How is it best to react to noise like this? Uh, by not responding. Uh, you, you cannot pay attention to the noise. And I'll only say this as a broadcaster. Every game I do, I'm ticking off at least one fan base and sometimes two. <laughs> so you just cannot, you cannot get involved there. And, and I learned that the hard way when, uh, when I did the 14 Final Four. Was it the 14 Final Four for Florida, um, I think? If I got my right years, I anyway, so. I did the I did the team cast for TNT and CBS, and 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 people from UConn were looking for the game, looking for the Jim Nance version, and found the Gator version. Uh, David Steele and I, okay, whoo, that was some ugly. That was some ugly comments. Yeah. So you just can't you can't get involved in that. Edin Cross Creek. Uh, February 15th, Billy Donovan's day against Vandy again, a special day for Gator fans. Do you know if Coach White ever calls up Billy for advice since Coach went through similar circumstances at the beginning of his career? Um, I think they have talked. I don't think he calls on a regular basis. Um, you know, Mike White's been at this now for, what is this? This is uh, year nine, four at La Tech and five here. So he, he's, he's got things under control. And uh, we come back to this. Um, I get asked if, if Florida basketball is fun, and I answer it this way. I'll tell you what's fun. Fun is going to the NCAA tournament. Fun is winning a game in the NCAA tournament. That's what Mike White has done. So I mean, if you want me to define what fun is, you know, again, we're on Chapter 12. Yeah, yeah let, Let's wait and see. It, you know, it is an interesting phenomenon that I think there's this – you kind of hit it. The thought process that Mike Weiss like just starting as a head coach, right? That he's just this is his first gig right. here. It, it, it's not. Um, and finally, Grant in St. Augustine, what you think of the Super Bowl and did the right team win? The right team? What does that, that mean? That's what he. I okay. only read them. Um, I'm <laughs> a huge. Uh, first of all, love offense. Okay, so tell me what won the Super Bowl? Yeah, offense or defense? Just tell me what yeah. won the what. Offense won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Um, I'm a huge Patrick Mahomes fan. I mean, I, I, I just – I say this about great players in basketball and usually great point guards. They see the game in slow motion. 
I think Patrick Mahomes sees the game in slow motion. And that is a gift. For as young as he is. Yeah. Now. But how about the way he but how about the way he and Andy Reid reacted with each other after the game? I love that. Yeah. I love that because you've got Andy Reid as this two hundred and thirty five year old veteran of the NFL and then you've got this twenty five year old phenom and they are just if you've never coached, you don't understand that moment. Yep. You know, I I, I go back to the uh, movie uh, Miracle. The, the my favorite part of that whole movie that um, the Herb Brooks when he goes back underneath by himself, by himself. and just kind of does you know gives you this. Yeah. If you've never coached, you don't understand that. Yeah. You know when when in Hoosiers when Gene Hackman tells his team, "I love you guys." If you've never coached, you never have understood that moment. And so that's the moment I saw last night. And uh, I'll tell you, I'm glad for Andy Reid. Oh, yeah. You know, because now he's a great coach. Right. Before, he was not. He was okay. Correct. Correct. But he never won it. So right. he wasn't a great coach. That's right. That's exactly so what. So now he's a great coach. That's right. He's, he's the best. Yes. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Next year. One game. <laughs> One game. And that means Kyle Shanahan can't coach. Well, he can't coach in the fourth quarter. Um, well, now see, uh, there mean, you go. Yeah. Here we go. See? Here we go. Well, I mean, look at the numbers. What, what are we talking football here for? All I know Whoa. is when your GM is up at the end of the first half, yes, wants a timeout, time that, yeah. that's not a good look. <laughs> no, that's true. It's not. And it was clear as day, too. Like, oh, God. Uh, all right. That's, that's our uh, questions. And there was a lot of them. We're glad you gave them to us. Question of the Week brought to you by Paul Gardner Chiropractic, committed to your comfort and care. Uh, coming up, lots more segments, but we're going to open up our Campus USA phone line, 392-8255. Next segment, you got a call from Mark. For the rest of the show, dial us up here on Hoop. There it is. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. It's hoop season, and there's many of you out there will try and act like the Gators do on the court and relive the glory days. But when you get the aches and pains from doing the moves you shouldn't be trying anymore, you'll know it's time to see Dr. Paul Gardner, and he'll fix you up right. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they've got affordable, no-stress care, from sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away. They've got many therapies that'll get you better in no time. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you diagnosed the right way. So call them today at 727-4438. At Center State Bank, they put business first. They're the largest community bank in the state of Florida and understand that small businesses need a community business partner that they can rely on. Center State has five convenient Alachua County locations to serve you better. They invite you to come in and experience the Center State difference. To learn more, visit centerstatebank.com. Center State Bank, member FDIC. Lake Area Metal Solutions is the official metal roofing supplier of the Florida Gators, and they can help you beat both the rain and the heat. Not only are they the only metal roofing manufacturer owned and operated in Alachua County, but they also have lightning-fast turnaround times, saving you both time and money. Lake Area Metal Solutions is committed to fast, friendly customer service made by contractors for contractors. Call us at 352-481-ROOF and visit us at lakeareametals.com. 
I'm Steve Spurrier, sometimes called the head ball coach, and I'm here to tell you I got the SUV that I drive from Davis. Well, Coach, you're not the only one because I got the vehicle that I drive from Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, but the question is now, how do we get everybody else in town to jump on the Davis bandwagon? If you bleed orange and blue, Davis is the place for you. Davis Automotive Group, the official hometown automotive partner of the Florida Gators. So what you waiting for? Get to Main Street today and check out Davis Gainesville Chevrolet because real Gators drive Davis. The best Cuban coffee and cuisine north of Miami are located right here in town at Miapa Latin Cafe. Start your day with a delicious Cuban breakfast featuring beef and eggs, stuffed arepas, and their local favorite, cafe con leche. Or join them for lunch and enjoy a classic Cuban sandwich and one of their many freshly squeezed fruit juices and smoothies. And don't forget dinner, featuring their top dishes made with the most authentic ingredients, like arroz con pollo and ropa vieja. Located on 34th Street in Gainesville, US 441 in Alachua, and online at miapalatincafe.com. Miapa, a proud supporter of the Florida Gators. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Worry less with crime prevention security systems by preventing package theft with their doorbell camera. Contact them today at cpss.net. All right, again, we've got uh, the phone line open for you. If you want to call Mark and talk to him on the Campus USA phone line, 39. 39- Two eight two five five. But now it is time for our Chalk Talk segment brought to you by Gators Dockside, Wings, Ribs, Seafood, and Sports. Take it away, my friend. The old coach, Rick Majeras used to say the best shots come on the third side of the floor. So I thought I would explain what he's talking about. We know it as ball reversal, but what he's talking about, and we split the, ball, the, we split the floor in thirds, middle third, right third, left third. And everybody starts basically their offense in the middle third. So there's the guard with the ball. So once the ball is passed here or dribbled here, now we've taken it to the second side of the floor. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. But now the best shots, he's saying, are over on the third side of the floor. So your offense... Ball reversal, third side of the floor. Make sure you move the defense, for whether it's against man or zone. Make sure that the defense gets moved by getting shots on the third side of the floor. Okay, hang there for a second. Here's a question I have for you. Start in the middle, ball's thrown there. Yes. Okay, now tell us how it gets there, some things you can do to get it. Well, Florida uses their big guys as rotators a lot, so this will be Nimhard, and this will be – uh, Blackshear, so I'll put 24 for Blackshear, and that is number, I think. So he throws, and Nimhart will run off of him, and then he steps out, so they throw it to him. This player on the weak side comes here, and then Florida does a thing that I really like, where uh, Blackshear, with the ball now, dribbles. So he's headed to the third side of the floor. This player goes back. Here comes Nimhart off. And I'm not giving away any secrets. Any coach who right. scouting, they, they all know this. Yeah. So anyway, so the ball's gone from this side of the floor all the way over to this side of the floor. Now you've got action because what I call three-way action because Nimhard's coming off uh, toward the middle of the floor, Blackshear's going down, and then this player pops back out. So you've got three different players at the point of attack going in three different directions. It's hard to guard. The other thing, and I don't know if you Did can... I, was that too confusing? No, there? not at all. <laughs> what, what a lot I'm, of script. Give me the board. I always win the games with the board. What I'm amazed at is watching Mike White 
and watching Florida, how many corner threes they take. And they get open looks on the corner threes. Well, that's what the analytics has told us, that the corner threes and the basket right at the rim are the two most efficient ways to score in our game, whether you're talking about the NBA or college. What I'm seeing, though, is outside, and I'll go back to my board. Yeah. So take away the corner threes. Take those away, and here's the rest of the arc as it now exists. Okay. Okay. I'm just curious what the new analytics are going to tell us from these threes versus the mid-range. I think you're going to see a comeback in the mid-range because guys aren't making the threes like they did a year ago. Kerry Blackshear is a great example. I think the stretch fours have been exposed. Stretch fours and stretch fives have been exposed. Guys that were shooting in the mid-30s are shooting in the high-20s. And when you do that, you're not as efficient, and that's going to impact the analytics. Tell me about, because you said we're at the top of the show, and I agree. Florida had looks in the Vanderbilt game where there wasn't a defender near them, right? Yeah. Okay. So give Florida credit for running something to get them that open. Correct. But they were, whatever they were, 3 of 14 or whatever they were. So as a coach, Mark, right? and you got young players, and when their shots don't go down, yeah, but... How do you handle I mean, they're open looks. Do you tell them, keep, you're open, keep shooting it? Yes, absolutely, because the, the, the opposite of that is, well, we're in a slump right now. So that then the next time that they're wide, wide open, what do they end up doing? Hesitate. And you don't, no one should shoot a, a three-point shot when they hesitate. They take, catch and shoot, catch and hesitate is a no-good thing. Okay. Um, now, let's do our... Uh, Sub of the Week, brought to you by Miapa Latin Cafe, home of the Ebor City Tampa Cuban, Miami Cuban, and the Key West Cuban. I'm going to cheat a little bit because this guy actually plays starters minutes, but he comes off the bench, so he qualifies, okay? But if you go to Villanova and you win, you, you would say that's a quality win, right? Mm-hmm. And if you win by 15 at Villanova, that's a big-time quality win. Well, that's what Creighton did on the weekend, and Denzel Mahoney comes off the bench. He goes for 21 points in 27 minutes. That's pretty good bench production. He's my sub of the week. I want to, I want to uh, delve into that a little bit more. Florida's had some players in the past that have given them instant offense. You know, they could be a starter. Right. You know, Canyon, Barry, somebody like that. Right. Who ends up being a sixth man, ends up playing starters minutes. Right. Does that take a special mentality to come off the bench like that and then, you know, do what they're doing? Absolutely. Because the first thing you have to do is leave your ego out of the spotlight. And I mean that literally out of the spotlight because (laughs) you don't, yeah, you don't get, when you're the sixth man, the spotlight is not, you know, you're never being introduced with the spotlight on you. So you have to check your ego. And a lot of guys cannot do that. And then as long as you know, and I think this is where the NBA is ahead of college right now. Um, as long as you know you're going to get your minutes, I think players should wrap their arms around that. Like right now, even with um, uh, Glover and Mann and Payne, they know they're going to get minutes. So don't why worry about how many minutes you're playing? How many would be enough for you? And again, I'm not – this is true at Kentucky. Right. At Creighton, at Villanova. You know, players have – you know, the player just left Kentucky. Whitney just left Kentucky. Um once you start worrying about that, you're worrying about the wrong things. You're listening to the wrong people. 
If you're a 15-minute guy, then make your 15 minutes the best it can be. Now, it's more difficult when you're 5 one game and 22 the next, but Florida doesn't have that. Those guys are getting, for the most part, consistent minutes every game. And wouldn't it stand to reason that if in your 15 minutes you play pretty well, you might get more minutes. Well, not only that, but don't think that in your 15 minutes it has to be scoring. And I think a lot of players, freshmen through seniors, all think you can be impactful in your 15 minutes by only scoring. That is just not the case. We'll take a break, come back. We'll open up the phone lines. Many more uh, segments to go. We're going to talk about top four teams and much more around college basketball. The calendar is turned we're in the month of February. The home stretch is coming. Come back and join us on Hoop. There it is, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Raving about Titan MRI with the highest rated MRI facilities in town. Titan MRI is the place to go. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town. Joe and his staff have more than two decades of experience in Gainesville, and they've helped heal thousands of athletes in the local area. At Titan MRI, the average scan time is 10 to 15 minutes, so you'll have plenty of time to get back to work and live in a life pain-free. Don't wait. Tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI or call them today at 672-6644. How do you decrease your company's turnover? Ask the friendly staff at Radware. Nothing says thank you like a Yeti-style insulated cup with your company name on the side or a pair of Costa sunglasses. When you want to make an impression, Radware is the place to go. Logoed sunglasses, mugs, water bottles, hats, shirts, umbrellas, pens, the list goes on and on. If you can think it, Radware can make it memorable. Locally owned and operated by UF grads, Radware is celebrating its 10-year anniversary. No one does promotional items and customized apparel like Radware. Visit them online today at radwaredesigns.com. The school year is back, and no one does after school like Okito America. Martial arts, academic tutoring, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Okito America has classes for all ages to teach valuable life lessons and provide plenty of exercise. Starting at just $79 a week for after school, and as always, transportation is completely free. Okito America, located at 6900 Southwest Archer Road and online at okitoamerica.com. Hurry, sign up for after school at Okito America today before classes fill up. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. Are you buying or selling? Whatever phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Whether you're moving in or moving out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with the fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County, trust the best and call Doreen Weeby today at 352-562-1411 or visit them online at yourdreamscomehome.com. 
Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has same-day scheduling available. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is. If you want to get a call in to Mark, you can do that on our Campus USA phone line, 392-8255. In the meantime, let's do some more of our segments, Mark. Coach of the Week brought to you by Lake Area Metals, the official metal roofing supplier of the Florida Gators. Coach of the Week. You know, um, I, I've said this before. If you watch the show Chopped on Food Network, when you take over a program, it's like being the chef on chop. When, when you open the basket, you have very little to do with the ingredients that you're going to work with. Okay? So Donnie Jones takes over Stetson, and they're not very good in the Nile Conference. Now they do beat South Carolina somehow. But all of a sudden, Stetson is 6-3 and three and one game out in the, in the Atlantic Sun because Liberty lost a couple of games. So my coach of the week, Donnie Jones at Stetson. Yeah. And you haven't heard much from him. No. Quietly. No, it's good. Doing a good job there. Um, top four, brought to you by Doreen Weeby Realtor. Voted best realtor in town by the People's Choice Award. Top I, four. Yeah, I still don't think I've changed. Uh, Baylor won. Um, I, I'm interchangeable on Gonzaga and San Diego State. Two, three, and then I've still got Dayton number four. Yeah, mine, I included Florida State. I haven't changed mine either. Um, let, let me ask about a couple of teams that are sort of on – the outside looking in, but I want to ask about a conference. The last time I saw a bracketology, the Big Ten had like 93 teams <laughs> yeah. in the tournament. Yeah. Okay. And, and I know where you're going. I yeah. had to look like three times at that to make sure I wasn't misreading it. Right. Is the league really that good? Are other leagues down to help that? What's the story there? I think it's a combination of both. Uh, the ACC, I think, only has four teams in as of right now. Which and that is would unusual. be, yeah, that would be very unusual. So I think you've got that going on. But again, the Big Ten was successful in the non conference, and you establish your baseline that way so, so that you, when you are starting to beat each other up in league play, it's not as damaging. So they did a wonderful job in scheduling. And they did a wonderful job in getting quality wins in the non-conference, and that sets them up to have you know eight, nine, ten teams in the league. You know the other thing, and and they are. By the way, have you seen Luke Garza? I mean, Luca Garza he, from Iowa. He was my player of the week. He was so good this week. Oh my goodness, he is a load. And Iowa is sort of an afterthought. In the yeah, Big and they're 10. ranked. Yeah, I mean, you know the job that uh, Fran McCaffrey has done there. So that's 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 huge. Yeah. Um, you mentioned something earlier, and I think it bears repeating. Um, you said something to the effect of, you know, go to the NCAA tournament every year, win the NCAA tournament game. Mark, I don't think, I think there is definitely a segment of the Gator fan base that thinks that's not good enough. And I'm not saying that's right, right or wrong, right. but... Well, let me answer that this way. I think there is a segment at, uh, of fans at Kentucky that think it should be a national championship every year, and anything less than that is not a good season. So it it's it, it depends on where you you know where you want to th- throw your fulcrum down. Well, I never thought I'd use that word in a basketball show. Um, 
And, and so for them, I, again, I, I've said this publicly, and I've, I've changed over the years. I think as a Florida basketball fan, you have every right to expect your team to get in the NCAA tournament every year. They have done that. I also think now when I look at it, this is the part that I've changed, I think winning a game is also an expectation low because they've done that many more times than they've just been one and done in the tournament. So I think that's good. But when you look at the complete history of Florida basketball over a 20-year span, that's where it should end. And so anything over that uh, should be considered wonderful gravy. And the same thing is true, in my opinion, at Kentucky. Your, your threshold should not be win at all. Your threshold should be, in my opinion, Final Four. And if they go to the Final Four, enjoy it. Put your arms around it. And if they happen to win it or get to the championship game, that's gravy. Otherwise, you have never, you never have gravy unless you win it. Right. So to me, that, that just kind of makes common sense. Um, actually, I had a couple of email questions here I'll do real quickly. Jim wants to know, why did Florida depend totally on the three-point shot against Vandy? Never tried to attack inside against an inferior team, and they also got out-rebounded. Uh, that is not true. Kerry Blackshear got many inside touches. He just didn't deliver. I mean, your inside threat right now is shooting 38%. They got the ball in there, and he, he did not uh, d- deliver on a, with any kind of uh, rhythm offensively. Mike, with such a young team, will be able to see them grow, or do you see transfers coming? Um, I in this day and age, um, I, I, I've said publicly the transfer portal is good for student athletes. It should never be open during the regular season for any sport. So I, I'm always taking. If I'm a coach right now, I'm always looking and taking transfers. And Mike says this isn't the NBA. The Gators shouldn't be losing an 18 point lead to the worst team in the conference. It's coaching, but Mark only blames the players. <laughs> um, I thought Florida uh, got conservative down the stretch of the game and um, kind of quit looking for early offense. And I think when they're flowing at their best, um, they are looking for early offense. But um, when you lose an 18-point lead with how much time to go? I mean, 18 minutes? I mean, okay, if you want to make that case. I mean, but again, basketball is a game of runs. Um, I didn't like the fact that they got conservative down the stretch, and I think that's more on the coaching staff. But again, you got to make if they shouldn't have been in that position, and you have to give the coaching staff credit for getting the looks they got in the first half. I mean, these are wide open shots, and the defense was solid. Vandy couldn't get shot. Vandy did not get the same kind of shots against Florida that they got against Kentucky the other night. And I know that firsthand. Here's the thing. There's, I think there's a segment of the fan base that doesn't want to, quote, blame, unquote, players. And I understand you've done it. Coaches are ultimately responsible. Right. You, you don't right. fire players. You fire a coach. You have to, as a coach, you've got to get the players playing better. Yeah. And so you've got to get the players shooting better. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I believe that. But isn't the onus sometimes on the player if they're not hustling, if they're not doing some things? I mean... Blame is the bad word, but you get where I'm going. Yeah, yeah. Isn't there accountability for a player? For everybody. Yes. In a program. There's accountability for everybody. All right. We're going to get a, a call here from Mark on our Campus USA phone line. That is Stanley. Stanley, hello. Hey, guys. Y'all doing all right? Doing hey, man. Great. Um, two things real quick. One, um, do you think that um, this team kind of needs to go more or rely more on uh, Keontae Johnson? 
tier forward, or do you think it's still uh, Nimhard? I think you play through Blackshear. Um, Nimhard to Blackshear and play through that. I, I Again, the uh, there's nothing wrong, in my opinion, with the offense as opposed to the offense I saw in November and December. There's nothing wrong with the offense other than you got to make wide-open shots. But I think Johnson is a beneficiary of playing through Blackshear and Nimhard. I would not want Johnson to be the first option. I mean, some of the shots he's getting are really good shots. Some of the shots that he's getting is because Florida's playing on the third side of the floor when he's driving. I got you. And then my one other question, speaking of uh, Blackshear, if you as a coach, would you tell him to quit taking them wide-open threes? Wow, this is a this is a million dollar question, literally, because that's what these coaches get paid to answer. Um, it's a tough call um, because there's a lot of things at play here. One is Blackshear, if he's going to play at the next level, has to make these shots. So I, I you know, you as a and whether coaches want to admit it or not, and I think some do, you're balancing what's best for your team and what's best for your player. And whenever those two things get in conflict, you always should go as a coach, in my opinion, what's best for the team. But there is some fine line there. So, um, you know, again, um, I'm not going to – if as long as he's wide open and as long as he has a good feel, meaning his feet are under him, it's a good catch and a and, and clean catch, I'm going to let him shoot it. Okay. Well, I appreciate it, guys. All right. Stanley, thank you. Uh, I've lost track here. Did we do Baller of the Week? No. Good. I didn't think so. We're going to do it now. Brought to you by Aikido America, your after-school martial arts and birthday party headquarters, Baller of the Week. Mason Jones for Arkansas, who went for 30 in their win against Alabama. That's not why he's the Baller of the Week. He went for 36, even though they lost to South Carolina. First time an Arkansas player has gone back-to-back for 30 or more since 2002, and if you can name that player, I am way impressed. A dinner for the next month is on me <laughs> because that ain't happening, okay? It's Gennaro Pargo. Yeah, that would not have Who happened. actually went on and played in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, yeah, but you would never. No, I, that money was safe, trust me. <laughs> we'll, take, <laughs> we'll, take a, we'll take a break and come back. More with Mark Hoop. There it is, ESPN 98.1 <laughs> FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everyone is raving about Titan MRI with the highest rated MRI facilities in town. Titan MRI is the place to go. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town. Joe and his staff have more than two decades of experience in Gainesville and they've helped heal thousands of athletes in the local area. At Titan MRI, the average scan time is 10 to 15 minutes. So you'll have plenty of time to get back to work and live in a life pain free. Don't Wait, tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI or call them today at 672-6644. It's hoop season and there's many of you out there will try and act like the Gators do on the court and relive the glory days. But when you get the aches and pains from doing the moves you shouldn't be trying anymore, you'll know it's time to see Dr. Paul Gardner and he'll fix you upright. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they've got affordable, no-stress care from sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away. They've got many therapies that'll get you better in no time. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you diagnosed the right way. So call them today at 727-4438. At Center State Bank, they put business first. 
They're the largest community bank in the state of Florida and understand that small businesses need a community business partner that they can rely on. Center State has five convenient Alachua County locations to serve you better. They invite you to come in and experience the Center State difference. To learn more, visit centerstatebank.com. Center State Bank, member FDIC. Lake Area Metal Solutions is the official metal roofing supplier of the Florida Gators, and they can help you beat both the rain and the heat. Not only are they the only metal roofing manufacturer owned and operated in Alachua County, but they also have lightning-fast turnaround times, saving you both time and money. Lake Area Metal Solutions is committed to fast, friendly customer service made by contractors for contractors. Call us at 352-481-ROOF and visit us at lakeareametals.com. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Connect more with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or business. Contact them today at cpss.net. Let's do our Team of the Week, brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, the official hometown automotive partner of the Florida Gators, Real Gators. Drive Davis, Team of the Week. Um, there are eight unbeaten teams in league plays around the country remaining. Eight have not lost in their conference. Only one conference has two teams that have not lost. Ooh. Can you name it? No. The OVC. So my teams of the week are Austin P and Murray State, both unbeaten in the OVC. They don't play this week, but they do play each other next week. Wow. And how about you'd think you, know, you lose Morant? Yeah, and uh, and they, Belmont's not in the mix, so that's a little bit of a supreme a surprise as well. But um, Austin Peay's coached by a former assistant at South Carolina, so um, they're they're pretty good. Games to watch brought to you by Radware, your promotional and custom apparel headquarters. What do you got Tuesday night? Auburn at Arkansas. Ooh, got all kinds of good written on that. Uh, Arkansas, you know, you get a win there, you may be so far inside the bubble that you. You know, you, you you build yourself a little safety net. Thursday night, Cincinnati at Wichita State. That's a good game in the American. Saturday, LSU at Auburn. So it's a big week for Auburn at Arkansas and then uh, LSU on Saturday. Seton Hall at Villanova Ooh, yeah. on Saturday. I like that. Duke at Carolina. I get it. I get it. I get Carolina. I get the struggles. But has that game ever not delivered? Yeah. Ever and, and and tell me something. What is North Carolina's issue? Well, they don't have the same shooters around. They got the great point guard and Anthony. He's not a great shooter either, or he did not he has not shot the ball well consistently this year. But they don't have the same stretch shooters that they have, so okay. they're not getting anything in transition. Um, and then Sunday, uh, Wichita State at Houston. So a big week for Auburn, but it's also a big week for Wichita, Wichita State. State. Um, who's kind of trended down lately the last couple of weeks, but they've got Cincinnati at home on Thursday and go to Houston on um, on Sunday. So that's a big week for the Shockers. We are going to take a break. We're going to come back. We'll do a Facebook Live question for Mark, and then we'll wrap up our hoop. There it is for today, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. I'm Steve Spurrier, sometimes called the head ball coach, and I'm here to tell you I got the SUV that I drive from Davis. Well, Coach, you're not the only one because I got the vehicle that I drive from Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, but the question is now, how do we get everybody else in town to jump on the Davis bandwagon? If you bleed orange and blue, Davis is the place for you. Davis Automotive Group, the official hometown automotive partner of the Florida Gators. So what you waiting for? Get to Main Street today and check out Davis Gainesville Chevrolet because Real Gators Drive Davis. The best Cuban coffee and cuisine north of Miami are located right here in town at Miapa Latin Cafe. Start your day with a delicious Cuban breakfast featuring beef and eggs, stuffed arepas, and their local favorite, cafe con leche. Or join them for lunch and enjoy a classic Cuban sandwich and one of their many freshly squeezed fruit juices and smoothies. And don't forget dinner, featuring their top dishes made with the most authentic ingredients, like arroz con pollo and ropa vieja. Located on 34th Street in Gainesville, US 441 in Alachua, and online at MiapaLatinCafe.com. Miapa, a proud supporter of the Florida Gators. How do you decrease your company's turnover? Ask the friendly staff at Radware. Nothing says thank you like a Yeti-style insulated cup with your company name on the side or a pair of Costa sunglasses. When you want to make an impression, Radware is the place to go. Logoed sunglasses, mugs, water bottles, hats, shirts, umbrellas, pens, the list goes on and on. If you can think it, Radware can make it memorable. Locally owned and operated by UF grads, Radware is celebrating its 10-year anniversary. No one does promotional items and customized apparel like Radware. Visit them online today at radwaredesigns.com. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. We're going to end with a Facebook Live question that Tara will pass along. What do you got? Tim says he gets frustrated with a fan base that has a bipolar personality. <laughs> what do you say to those people who just have zero patience and or only look at the scoreboard, the headlines, and often think they are the experts? So I read somewhere the other day that people um, – let me think how this was worded. People scream the loudest from the cheapest seats. And so I, I think 
you know, sometimes I think that's applicable. I think every, you know, it, it doesn't ma- matter. One of the things, one of the reasons why we're doing this is because fans are interested. Yes. So I have a great appreciation for that because I wouldn't be able to do what I am able to do in a lot of ways if fans didn't show up. So I get that. But I just wish people would have a little bit of a common sense mentality as it relates to expectation level. I'm saying that for Kentucky basketball, Florida football. I mean, make your make your expectation level realistic. That's the only point I've tried to make. Yeah, there was a guy um, that did not like the season Alabama had, yeah. and he was going. He said, "I'm willing to sell my season tickets because of this poor season we had here at Alabama." You know, it's it's funny you mention that because there's a friend of mine whose um, brother-in-law is a Alabama fan, and I asked him point blank, would you rather beat Auburn or win the national title? And he said he'd rather beat Auburn. What What does that tell you? Wow. Um, <laughs> last email here, Thomas. Uh, it seems to me the Gator offense has Blackshear starting at the top of the key and on the post, which sometimes ends up shooting a quick three, decimating an offensive possession. Do you think you should try to start the offense in the post with Blackshear? have him work to get outside to shoot a three rather than starting in that position and losing the chance for a quick entry pass to the post? I mean, theoretically, the answer to that is yes. You want to, I mean, Blackshear is gifted enough where you can move him around at different parts. I don't think Blackshear, unless he's just absolutely wide open, and sometimes there's a reason why you're wide open, the, the threes that Blackshear gets, you can get basically any time in a possession. So for my money... Um, I did not like the early three by Blackshear. But, again, I haven't charted it to know, you know, first half of a shot clock possession versus last half, who shoots the best and where are those shots coming from. Somebody can obviously look into that. But those are some of the things that coaches deal with in terms of trying to figure out, you know, who should be shooting, where should they be shooting from, and when should they be shooting. Last thing, if somebody is just tuning in now, uh, Georgia is next on the schedule. Have a wonderful player in Edwards. They've been struggling. They won yeah. their last time. And this has been kind of a quirky series with Georgia lately, too, with Florida. Uh, I'm going to go back to my Ken Palm article about offensive and defensive bank account. Um, Tom Crean throws all of his cash into his offensive bank account. And they are really fast. They play in tempo. They play up tempo. Um, they're not very good on the defensive end. So from that standpoint, I think Florida will want to get the ball up and down and, and attack Georgia. Um, and so don't be surprised if this game is in the mid-70s or higher. And pace. And the, and the tempo will be pretty good in this game because yeah. Georgia will run. They, they don't, uh, they, you don't have to worry about them slowing it down. <laughs> All right. We have to slow down. Unfortunately, we're done with our hoop. There it is for today. Back next week with Mark at 11. Sports Scenes next. You can call and talk some sports the next couple of hours. We thank Mark for being here. We thank Tara for producing. She'll produce Sports Scene, too. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
Worry less and connect more with crime prevention security systems. View cameras at your home or business or prevent package theft with their doorbell camera. Crime Prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. Get a text notification when the kids get home from school or be notified if you forgot to set the alarm when you left. You can even get a notification if you didn't close the garage door. For home or office, Crime Prevention can do it all. Contact your local team at Crime Prevention Security Systems. Winners are the best of the best in Gainesville and the Ethics and Business Award. Crime Prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. For home or office, Crime Prevention can do it all. Winners are the best of the best in Gainesville and the Ethics and Business Award. Trust the team at Crime Prevention to secure your home, family, and business. They're large enough to serve you, small enough to care. Thank you for listening to Hoop, There It Is with WRUF Steve Russell and ESPN basketball analyst Mark Wise. Hoop, There It Is is brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to find the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or at WRUF.com.